get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we are efforting Travis Ford, the Billiken basketball coach. Michelle, you just got another text, though. Yeah, so another text from the 314. We were we were talking about memories of David Freeze's home run, Game 6, 2011 World Series. And we had several people who had texted in saying that they were in prison at that time and mm-hmm. how they were celebrated in prison. And someone else texted in, unfortunately, I was also in the clink. And the guards were louder than the inmates. And yes, they celebrated with the guards. So the community aspect of sports applies even in prison. It does. And this from the 314. Celebrating with inmates depends on the security level of the facility. I worked in two military prisons. Camp Pendleton was a recline facility and very strict. Miramar was a rehabilitation facility and much more relaxed. All right. Thanks for your texts. And uh, we're glad that you people are out and leading productive lives. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And our friend, the coach of the Billikens, Travis Ford, joins us on Carriker and Smallman on your home of the Billikens, 101 ESPN. Coach, great to have you with us. How are you doing this morning? Oh, doing great. Good morning, guys. Doing wonderful. Thank you. Well, let's start with this because you're off and running in practice. How's everything going? You know, things are going well. Uh, you know, we've been practicing now for about a week and a half. Um, you know, things are a little different that, you know, we don't have locker rooms and things like that right now. But, uh, you know, from, you know, all the things that are going on, things have gone pretty well. We're, you know, s- scheduled as of right now to start the season first game around November 25th. We'll, we'll see if that happens. There's been a lot of things transpiring in the last couple of days that uh, I kind of foresee that could change possibly. Um, but, you know, we're just taking it one day at a time. Guys are working hard. You know, we've got so many returning players. Practice is going pretty smooth at this point. Change for the earlier or change for the later, your perception of what's happened in the last couple of days? Yeah, I'd say uh, there's a possibility it could change for the later. Um, You know, the reason I say that, there was a big, um, you know, starting on November 25th, most teams in the country are going to uh, certain areas of the country and what some people are calling bubbles. I call it a pod because it's not bubbles. We're not going into a bubble. It's just a bunch of teams getting together and playing games. Uh, one of the larger ones was in Orlando, and it just uh, yesterday was the whole thing was canceled um, because of um, they couldn't agree to the protocols and the guidelines and a lot of different things going on. And, uh, I, you know, we'll see what happens. That could, you know, start a trend everywhere else, and we could possibly start the season later. But, you know, uh, I think a lot will be determined this week. Coach, what's that been like for you to really not know what's coming as the calendar turns? It's got to, it has to be pretty difficult to try and implement things and get the team in the place that they need to be with so much of the future uncertain. It is. It's interesting you say that. It's, it was the topic of our conversation, our staff meeting yesterday, because with so much uncertainty and you don't know, 
you know, you're hearing so many different things about is the season going to be pushed back? Could it be pushed back all the way to January? Uh, we're still crazy as it sounds. We're still in the middle of trying to put together a schedule, no different than every other team in the country. We're probably further along than 95% of them. We only have a couple more games to go. And we're again, three weeks or so from when we're supposed to start. But with that uncertainty, as we talk about our team, we're trying to figure out how do you manage our team? If, if for some reason the season is pushed back, we need to slow down a little bit because you don't want to lose your competitive edge right now. Our practices are, are, are so extremely competitive. Uh, we don't want them to lose that physical or mental edge. So the, the sooner they can make a decision, and that's the biggest thing I think all of us coaches and everybody want, is let's just make a decision what we're going to do, stick with it, whether it's, you know, it can always change. But if we're going to push it off to a later date, the sooner we know the better, just so we can manage our teams and, uh, you know, our players and make sure that, uh, you know, they're in the right frame of mind and, and things like that. Because right now we're going about five days a week practicing. That's a lot if we're not going to play till January. Has it helped, Coach, having such great senior presence on this team with Goodwin, French, and Perkins being back in the mix? Uh, it makes all the difference in the world. Um, you know, again, practices right now, I don't, you know, every time, you know, I can bring up a play or one of our defense, whatever it may be, and our guys can get right to it because uh, we only have three or four newcomers, and they're just kind of figuring it out as we go along, and they're learning from Goodwin. They're learning from French and, and all these guys. We've said, you know, during these crazy times where we all, you know, were away from each other, you know, for three to four months, and then we all kind of got back together, you know, I think hopefully uh, the advantage will go to experienced teams like we have. Um, whereas if you have a lot of newcomers, a lot of new players, you know, your time is a little bit more limited than it has been in the past. So we're 100% going to lean on the leadership of Jordan Goodwin, French, Fred Thatch, Javante Perkins. Um, and, you know, that uh, for me, that's that's pretty good. Jordan Goodwin might be the best leader I've ever coached. And he's proven that over the last couple of weeks. He's done it before. But the last couple of weeks, we have just been amazed by his energy and practice every day. And it is so contagious to every other player on our team. Our practices are totally dictated on Jordan Goodwin. If he's coming in like he 99% of the time is high energy, talking, leading by how hard he plays, leading by talking, then everybody else just follows. Coach, that must be something in the water of Belleville Altoff because Michelle Smallman <laughs> is a Belleville Altoff grad. And same way, she's the leader of this show. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> Coach, you just mentioned some names, and I'm going to add Jimerson coming back, and we'll get to Bell and Hargrove. But this, for the first time, you don't have to lean, it doesn't seem like, on newcomers. There's always, it's a, the old line, it's always something, has applied for a few years. This is the first time it seems like since you came here where you've really had that staggered group of seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, where you can really put together a unit. No, absolutely. Uh, and that's one of the reasons there's you know so many expectations for this team is we do have so many players returning, and 
you know, we got kind of hot last year at the end of the year uh, and we're playing extremely uh, well. We're probably as well as anybody in the country late in the season. Um, so, the, so obviously the expectations, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, when you have any time in college basketball, I believe now, or even college sports, but basketball more than any, because it, a lot of kids are leaving to go early to the NBA, different things like that. Anytime you can return experience, now proven experience, uh, the, the experience needs to be proven if you're going to, you know, have those high expectations. And we do have guys that have played in the system, have proven themselves, played at a high level. But what also is interesting about our team that get one thing that gets me excited uh, for now and the future is out of over way over half of our team are underclassmen. Um, they put a new rule in about a week and a half ago that every player, every basketball player, division one player gets another year of eligibility. So basically eligibility wise, this is a wash year. So if you're a senior, you're really a junior. If you're a freshman, you're really a prep school player, whatever you want to call wow. it, or a senior. So right now, eight of our 15 or eight of our 13 scholarship players, eight of our 13 are freshmen or below based on the new eligibility rules. Um, and out of those eight, you know, uh, probably five of those are some of those experienced players like a Jimmy Bell, TJ Hargrove, Yuri Collins, Gibson Jimerson, Fred Thatch are proven players. And then we have some freshmen that uh, are, are on our team right now that are uh, freshmen. We're really high on, uh, very high on right now. So that gets excited about the balance of our roster uh, from top to bottom. It's not just because we have experience. It's not all just senior laden. We do have some players in that freshman, sophomore class that uh, will be coming up through the ranks that can hopefully continue to keep us very competitive at the highest level. And Travis, Jimmy Bell Jr. is, to me, the, the essence of why you guys get into this business to to mold a player and a young man. Here's a guy that hardly played basketball before he got to you last year, and we talked about, okay, what's he going to become after his freshman year? So what's the development of Jimmy Bell Jr. looked like? Well, Jimmy Bell... Um, is what, uh, as a coach, it's easy uh, to mode. Jimmy Bell wants to be mode. He wants to be coached. He comes in with an incredible, ridiculous attitude every day. I'm talking about just smiling, top-notch, tell me what to do, coach. I want to get better. Do I need to lose more weight? I'll lose more weight. Do I need to jump work on my free throw? I'll work on my free throw. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Just, you know, the one of the most coachable, pleasant young men I've ever been around. And because of that, he is going to have great success. And right now, you know, he's been nursing a little bit of an injury. He's been out for a couple of weeks. We hope to get him back in about a week. Uh, Nothing too serious. Uh, We're just trying to take it slow uh, with him. So he'll be back. But no question, he he started getting better and better at the end of the year last year. And somebody who's going to make a major impact on our team. But just one of the most coachable young men I've ever been around. And uh, I would be remiss if we didn't ask about Fred Thatch because things were touch and go with Fred last year, right? So to have him back on the court must be really heartening. Yeah, very much so. It's great to just see him out there and playing again and enjoying the game and being healthy. Uh, You know, last year was a tough year for him, uh, as much physically as mentally, because you went for so long not knowing exactly what was going on. 
he was obviously cramping up, doing some different things that held him out pretty much for the whole year uh, trying to figure it out. He is back. He's back 100%, playing at a high level, hasn't missed a practice. Uh, same thing with Gibson Jimerson. You know, Gibson missed uh, uh, over a little bit over half the season last year. He's back 100%. His, uh, his foot is healed, and he's doing a, such a, a great job every single day. Coach, we're looking forward to the season whenever it might start. We can't wait. We're really excited about your team and excited about uh, you having a great year here in St. Louis. Thanks so much for the time. Oh, guys, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy it. Appreciate it very much. All right. Well, that is Travis Ford, head coach at St. Louis University on 101 ESPN. I can't wait for college basketball to start. It's going to be great. And this team has a chance to be really, really good. Yes, they do. It's In terms of the, the unit that they've put together, you hate to say it has a chance to be the best Billiken team that we've seen in my life, but it does. They've got all the elements to to be really, really good. Jimerson can hit a three, as he mentioned, the leadership of guys like Jordan Goodwin. Shout out to Belleville Altoff and, and Hassan French. Uh, you, you think about a guy like Perkins, who was their second leading scorer last year. They've just got uh, Yuri Collins is going to be a sophomore, their point guard. They've just got a lot of really neat elements on that team. They do, Randy. And as you mentioned, shout out to the 618. It's just Altoff is a factory of talent. Did you know Courtney down the hall, Courtney Landrum, also an Altoff grad? I did not know Jordan that. Jordan Goodwin, Kevin Lish, me? I mean, yeah. here we go. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm far down on that list. (laughs) No, you aren't. Coming up, we've got The Fight coming your way on 101 ESPN.